On today's episode, we're gonna cover how to free up more time in your life and your business using virtual assistant hacks on today's episode. You are listening to the Champion Hustle Podcast. Play to succeed in business and in life. Featuring Levi Hunsaker and Ryan Black. Hello and welcome to episode number eight of the Champion Hustle Podcast. My name is Ryan Black. And I'm Levi Hunsaker. And today, this morning, we are joined by a special friend, Zach Ullman. He is an entrepreneur, a real estate investor, and he is going to be taking us through different hacks in regards to virtual assistants. He's an expert in this space and has a lot of experience, and we're really excited to have you here. Zach, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Levi. I'm uh, excited to be here and share all this stuff that I have, uh, I've learned over the years. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's all about saving time and replicating yourself. So I'm going to, I got some really cool stuff to share. Oh, dude, we are super excited to dive right in. Before we do that, um, you know, I wanted to point out right now, Zach, you live in Phoenix, correct? Phoenix, Arizona is your home Phoenix, base. Arizona. Where are you currently? I'm in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're in Hawaii and this is, it just happened to work out that today when we were recording, you're going to be there for sounds like a good a good time. You and your wife are there enjoying the uh, the tropics. Fifty one days. We bought a one way ticket. Oh my <laughs> and, goodness! Uh, that is one incredible. Way one way. So so basically two months in Hawaii, one way ticket. And but your business, which you know is is stationed out of Phoenix, still operating at a hundred percent, even Absolutely. though you're there. We've actually we've revenue has p- picked up since we been here. And I think it, honestly, God, I think it has to do with we're living the lifestyle that we want and we're doing our business, right? So we get, you know, we get that joy, uh, excitement of actually doing what we want, not at retirement, but today. Right. Oh, I love that. And one of the big things that makes that possible for you, right, is working with virtual assistants. Totally. I wouldn't be able to do it without a team. Okay. So, um, I mean, let's, let's just dive in. So then can you kind of give us, because there might be some folks on the line who aren't familiar with, well, what is a virtual assistant? Can you kind of just define it for us? What is a virtual assistant? How does that differ from maybe more of a traditional assistant? Yeah, traditionally, you know, uh, you know, people have worked in an office where everyone's there. You can go talk to the people. Uh, and then this, this word virtual assistant really became famous with uh, the four hour work week, uh, where he says, you know, okay, hey, automate it get a virtual assistant. And then that, that, you know, really opened the the door for things. Uh, So when people think of virtual assistants today, typically, and I say typically, they think of people that are overseas, Philippines, uh, uh, different places like that, that actually pride themselves in that uh, uh, work workspace. Like in the Philippines, it, that, you know, it's, 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 you're considered, um, I don't know, I don't know how to say it. It's, a great place to be to work for an, uh, a company in America. A lot of like we we pride ourselves in being entrepreneurs, right, and, and starting our own thing. Right. Over there is sort of the opposite. They want you, you know, to work for a company, and they have such high talent. And one of the biggest things I had to get over with was how little you can pay people. Like I just I couldn't conceptualize it. I mean, we have virtual assistants that we're paying four or five, six dollars an hour, right, that are doing these tasks. And they have a great life because the standard of living, the cost of living in a lot of these places are so, uh, so much less than it is in the United States. And that's really why this has taken off because, I mean, I have a virtual assistant in the Netherlands. I have people in the Philippines. I have people 
uh, in London. I have people all over the world that are working for us. Uh, and you know, the, their pay is proportionate to where they're living, but that is essentially offsite, just like this. Like you're, I think you guys are both in Utah. I'm in Hawaii and you know, we, we're on this call together and given everything that's happened in the world today, this is really where things are going remote working. Interesting. Now, as you're, as you're working with these virtual assistants, you know, you mentioned a bunch of different countries that are around the world. Obviously we've got different time zones, right? Right now it's kind of the middle of the night or whatever, you know, in some of those areas. So how does that work? How do you, how do you deal with those types of challenges where your, your schedule is opposite because they're on the other side of the world? So a lot of these places, they will work around our schedule. Like a lot of people will work around, I mean, they have their night shift, they have the morning shift, depending on if you're using a big company or if you're using uh, more, uh, you know, uh, people that are running their own business per se, right? I like people that are running more of their own business because they take it so much more um, serious. It's like, it's theirs. Just like my business is mine, your business is yours. That is their business. Their business is that. So they, they provide a lot, this is my opinion, a lot higher, uh, personal touch. Uh, but you know, it's not a big deal for them. They say, when do you need me? Right. And either they'll work the night shift over there, which is the day shift over here. Or, you know, I, I have a gal in the Netherlands. I said, I don't care when you get it done, just get it done. Right. Okay. So she logs in, you know, she takes her kids to school and then she goes home and, you know, goes to work and, you know, I, and, and they love it because I'm super flexible. Right. I'm like, so just get it done by Friday, you know, and they can do it whenever they want. So a lot of the call center stuff, I don't, I, I use us people for that because I want to, I just want to set a standard for my business of the, the, and, and I found that it's easier to train people that are in the U S for what I want at that higher level. Cause we're selling some high, high end stuff, okay. uh, you know, and, and stuff like that. So it, I found it easier, but there's people that outsource calls, call centers all the time. So in regards to, it sounds like with the virtual assistants, it's more um, either time shifted or different activities that they can do that where they're not directly, like you said, on the phone with the customer right. because of potentially, I mean, there's, there's obviously there's language barriers, but there's also even more than that cultural barriers, right? Somebody can, can learn another language, but if they don't understand the culture, so if they don't understand the U.S. culture, there can maybe be some challenges there. Uh, as they interface. So is that, is that kind of why you've chosen to keep more of the call center activities here stateside and then those other activities have, outsourcing them? There are people, I, I was, a, this is a whole world. Like, so when there's websites and I'll share some of those, I mean, people, a lot of these people that have, I've interviewed and we, I take them through an interview process. They're working for companies like Verizon. They're working for fortune 500 companies, right? Oh, wow. So they were trained by those companies right? And the standard, they had that standard, right? So these th super high talent, like uh, very high talent, very high dedication to fulfillment and, and doing their job. The reason I have put the phones over here is just strictly for the perception of the listener. Oh, okay. Right. So the foreign people, I mean, the out of, out of, out of country people can totally deliver on what I need, but the perception of the person on the other end, is I, I that's the main reason I do it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and and they're yeah, you want to have that that perception. So okay, yeah. well that's that's great. Awesome. So you, you mentioned you had um, a little bit of a battle with the wages, right? So a lot of people say, oh well, they're 
virtual assistants outside of the country, they're not getting paid very much. How is that fair? Like, how did you come to that realization of, no, this is, this is a really good thing for them and for my business? Yeah, I, I just, I started doing research of what it, what it costs to live in these country and what the average income in these countries is. And we, I mean, we, they make way more money working for us than they could anywhere else in their country. And they live a great life with the, the four to $6 an hour. Uh, you know, it depends on, on uh, you know, if you're working for a big agency, they get a, they get a cut of it, right? So that's, that's why you're paying some of the higher prices. But when you're direct with some of these people, I'm paying them four or $5 an hour, $6 an hour. And that's, they can live a great life, put their kids through school, you know, have a, a, a nice place to live. I mean, they're not gonna be living in the Taj Mahal, right? But a very nice place to live and, and health and clean environment for what we're paying them. And they love it. They absolutely love it. So you're really, yeah. you're supporting them and helping them provide for their own family. Right, absolutely. Yeah, I, I know a guy that he's, he's also a real estate investor and uh, he actually pays his virtual assistants a bonus whenever they buy a property. Oh so yeah, I love it. As they're working together, like incentives to see progress in the business. Totally. I love that. Like we we have uh, one of my gal in Netherlands. She's been with me for almost three years. Okay. And she made a comment. I was, we were on, uh, we do a weekly meeting and uh, she's like, she made a comment about her computer. I'm like, me and my wife are like, you know what, let's get her a computer. Right. And uh, you know, that's a big deal. And you know, helping her cause that a lot of these people, again, you have to understand their culture is a lot of these people are making money and then all that money goes back to support family. A lot of all that money goes back to support their parents or, or their, their, their independent family. Uh, so, you know, they don't get to spend the money on them. So in some cultures, it's like, if you give them money, it's just going to go to, to someone else that they're, that they're helping to support. So something, a gift like a computer, that they would never spend the money on themselves because it all goes to their family is like, oh my gosh, right, is is a big deal for them. So again, oh, it, awesome. it, yeah, that's it depends awesome. on- I you love know, that tip. Yeah, and, and you know, I want them to stick around with me. It's just like anywhere else, right? You treat them great and you know, uh, we're all in the same game here. Yeah, yeah, create that loyalty with them. Can, yeah. can you Zach, can you kind of take us through kind of the process? So let's say, um, you know, for our listeners, we got somebody here who's saying, you know what, I've always wanted to get a virtual assistant. You know, I know what I want them to do. What does that process look like? I mean, we just go <laughs> okay, to Google, so, like, I mean, what, you know, just kind of, kind of baby step through what that process looks like. Step one, you need to know the process. <laughs> <laughs> step two, define the process, <laughs> right? Because and, and I'll show you how I do mine. And, and this, I, I spent, I spent $40,000 on a program to help me do this. And it was like, it was so simple after I saw it on the other side. But before this, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna hire a virtual assistant. And they're like, yeah, do it. Come on, like figure it out, right? right? And it's, it's like, they're only going to perform at the level that you give them guidance and training. And I see where people mess up. They're like, they hire virtual assistants and then there's no training platform. There's no guidance. There's no process, right? So, and then I see other people that will, they've never gone through the process themselves. And then they want their virtual assistant to do it. 
but they don't even know how to coach them on it, right? So there's that, that disconnect. Now, here's, here is the one differentiator between that is uh, I'm a big proponent. I used to be like, hey, let me do it all myself. But I, I now focus on who instead of how. And what I mean by that is I used to be so focused on how can I do it myself. Now I focus on who can I hire to do it. So depending on what you need, you know, marketing is something that's general over everyone's business. Like, hey, you're the expert at Facebook marketing or virtual assistant. You Here's the tools. You do it. You tell me what to do. Now, that's where I'm relying on them to sort of run the show. But when it comes to like internal processes of, of how I run my office and paperwork gets filed and, and all that other stuff, you have to have internal documentation on that. And I'm going to show you guys what I do uh, and, and then train them on what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, the tonality that we have with people and, and, and the framing and all that. And I even go above and beyond that and I explain the, the intention of what I'm training them on. So if something changes, they can overcome that hurdle to get to the end zone. Uh, okay. But the biggest one is is having a system defined, and then you're going to go out there and you're going to find people that you're going to that are going to be able to accomplish those tasks. Now, different people are going to be able to accomplish different tasks. So, what I love to do is give them a homework assignment. So, if the if the uh, task that you're going to have them do, there's some people that are very good. Like my gal from in, uh, from the Netherlands, I mean, she is analytical to. She loves spreadsheets. She's a data, like data junkie. I mean, if I like, she will do everything step by step by step by step by step to the T, right? And she'll, and she's very creative in that. Like if I say, okay, hey, this is what I got. This is what I need. She can figure that out. Very smart. Uh, but when it comes to like customer service and sales aspect of it, that's, that's not her gig, right? That's not her jam. And she knows it and I know it. So I, I have other people that that's their jam. And so finding the right personality to actually uh, fit the task. We actually do the, uh, I think it's the Brig Myers, there's, or no, the DISC test, right? The DISC. Yeah, um, yeah the personality assessment. Yeah, so, yeah. right, and uh, uh, okay, so, you know, here's the task, go through it, and we wanna make sure that that is the right, right thing. Because some of these people I've hired, they wanna be me. And what I mean by that is they wanna, they wanna run their own business, they wanna do all of that, so then they're not focusing on my business, right? And I actually, my, my first virtual assistant, she was virtual here in the States. She wanted to become a real estate investor. She wanted to become all that. So I'm like, all right, this would be a great experience, right? No, because she was more focused on her real estate business than she was on my real estate business. And then I didn't have, so here's the key. I didn't have any of the process documented. It was all knowledge like, hey, I'm going to show you how to do this. I'm going to show you how to do this. And then she's like, Zach, we need to talk about a raise. <laughs> and then it was like, I, I don't want to work this much, but I want more money. And I'm like, I was sort of pigeonholed into it. And I was paying this woman almost um, $600 a week for like 20 hours. And it was, it was administrative stuff, hmm. right? But I, my lack of documentation, my lack of formal process, pigeonholed me to like, all right, here's $600, right? Because if she left, I was stuck. But what I did, I was like, okay, I'm, I need to document this. So I documented it. And the next time she came to me, I'm like, this is enough. I can pay somebody four to $5 an hour to do this. And, you know, we had to have that conversation. Um, so document, document, document. So you guys want to see what I do or? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, now bring it on. So understanding you got to create that process and have it defined before you get started. 
Uh-huh. Now you're saying, okay, I want to hire a guy or a gal to, to help me out. What, can, right. yeah, what does that look like? So, so for for our listeners on any of the, the podcast channels, we're going to talk through all of this. But if you want to see what Zach is going to share with us right now, go ahead and jump into our YouTube channel or our Facebook group, and there will actually be a video. And he's actually kind of giving you a behind-the-scenes peek into his business. Yeah, so this, I create membership portals, right? I just, I use ClickFunnels. I mean, there's there's a lot of these programs out there. I just, this is something that's easy for me. And just like you would take an education, I was like, okay, you know, I've paid for many education programs. I'm like, well, in, in theory, this is, I'm educating these people on my business. So I just break this out. I'm like, okay, here's the beginning of the month task. Here's the end of month, daily, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So it's like very paint by step by step by step. Now this is for my gal in the Netherlands and I need her to send out property tour emails. Boom, here's the script, right? Uh, here, Click here to download the email attachment that we're gonna send. It's Here's a video of me showing you how to do it, explaining the intention around it in case something changes, you know, comes up so they can get to the end. Uh, you know, here's how you create my Facebook events. Here's links to proper, uh, all the, all the stuff is right here. Uh, they're just going through this and, uh, I create little, little, uh, 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 videos on this. And so instead of me having to be there, I've been able to replicate myself and then they have it all documented. They have it all, uh, 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 in, in front of them. So all they have to do is log into this portal and go, Hey, what am I going to do today? Oh, Monday. Right. And then all the, uh, supporting information is, is here. And then, you know, Tuesday, uh, there's not a busy day Wednesday, not a busy day. Uh, I have a, uh, a, a bunch of daily tasks though. Right. Uh, return missed calls, check social media. Uh, and then, you know, I'm, I'm adding to this as we go, right. Adding to this as we go. And then, uh, you know, this is for one of my sales team. I have um, understanding our customers, uh, current events, uh, pricing and financing, uh, understanding our offering, things to be careful with. Like words mean things, right? Don't (laughs) (laughs) understand what you say. Understanding our competitors. And then appointment setters, right? These are all, uh, I'm literally taking them through this training and, uh, you know, I, I try to, I try to, I, I walk them through the video. I say step one, step two, step three, step four, five, six, repeat. And, and then each one of these have a training Facebook messenger, right here. Let me, um, so the idea is, and I just got off a guy, uh, in with a call uh, with a guy in London and, uh, you know, he, he, we were, we were talking about, he owns an Amazon company over there and, you know, he was like, you got to get people to understand the process. And so it's really paint by numbers, Facebook messenger conversation. It's the same wording, schedule meeting via schedule link, schedule meeting. Right. And then you click on that and here's, here's what you, I wrote the script for them. This is what you do. And I walk them through it. Here's the link, uh, send out a message. Right. And it's really, and I tell people, I say, if you can't do this, like you should not work for me because I've literally laid it out step by step by step. 
And then what I do is I'll have weekly meetings, sometimes daily meetings, depending on the, the process uh, or, you know, who, who they're working for, where we go over that. I, uh, I may answer, uh, we, we answer questions, right? So I give them the training and then I let the process train them as opposed to prior before I did all this stuff, I was, I was scrambling, right? I was like giving a little here and a little, little here and it was incomplete and it really on the back end, it was a disservice for all the people that were working for me because they got frustrated. They're like, I don't even know what, like, I can't do my job because a, I don't know what it is. You don't have time to give me clear direction because you're running around like a crazy man. And so it really puts a, a lot of formal formality around it. And then I let the system handle itself. And then I just check on the system. Well, it's good because it gives them clarity where they know exactly what they need to do. You can then go back and reassess and say, Hey, are the processes that I've implemented can they be refined? Can they be improved? And then right. that's then percolates out to them. And in the event that you need to either add, you know, expand and scale and add more assistance or replace an existing assistant because they're not performing or, you know, whatever, it's easy to onboard the new one because you just plug them into all the training that, that is there. Right. And that, that's huge is um, they call that and that training I took, I took a whole training on all this, right? They, they, they call it the, uh, I don't know the term, the exact terminology. It was like the hit by the bus factor. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, That's if you terrible. get hit by a, if you get hit by a bus, will your business continue? Right. Uh, you know, I'm I'm still an integral part of it, but you know, it's it's better, right? And the goal is for me to eventually remove my entire self. So I'm 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 one step removed from having us removed from our entire business. Like my next step is putting an operations manager in, right? Okay. Right. And and I, when I say removed, I'll never be removed. Like this is my passion. This is what I love. But, but like Zach can go out of internet service and out of phone service and the business, like the operations guy would be able to handle it. Right. Yeah. So you had, you had a pretty awesome tip in there. And, and I just want to make sure our listeners really pay particular note to that as you were trying to duplicate yourself through this process, you recorded everything, videos that become your training process for existing virtual assistants or even new assistants that you bring on. Right. And then you're never dependent on anyone. That first assistant, I was so dependent and she like, she leveraged it. Right. And it was, it sucked. It was like, oh my gosh, I'm way overpaying this person. She, like, and it just, but I was in a position, I said, I, that's not gonna happen again. So now if someone doesn't like, like if someone quits or something happens to them, whatever, cool, just plug someone else back into the system, right? And uh, and then let this process train them. And then like what Ryan said, I loved it, right? We, we were constantly tweaking it. I was on a call today with uh, a bunch of my sales team and it's like, they asked a great question. I go, ooh, let me create a video on that. Then I upload it into my training portal and now it's part of the system, right? Yeah, no, I, I, I love it. And it's because it allows you to truly run a business that doesn't have a single point of failure, right? right. Because if one of your, yeah, it's, I love it. Now, when you're looking at selecting, so we see you know, kind of the onboarding process, but taking it a step back, you mentioned that you interview the VAs. There's a little bit, what does that look like? That interview process? Uh, you know, what is their past experience? What is, um, 
I get, I, you know, I like to talk to them. Like, just get a feel like for them? Like a Zoom. It's more of a feeling. Uh, you know, if, if I put it like this, the, the training that I'm creating, I break it down. I took a training, right? I keep referring back to that. And this is what they said. They said, Zach, if your process can't be completed by a 12 year old, it's not simple enough. Right. So very much, you know, I know Eric is part of uh, a friend of ours, right? He's like, all you need to know is how to read, <laughs> read and follow directions. Right? Right. <laughs> and I, and I use that same thing. So I'm more looking for the, the person, the personality, and I want to make sure, A, they are who they say they are because there's some assistants out there. Honest God, I have friends that have had this experience. They use Google Translate to, tr- to talk back and forth on chat, which I think is brilliant. Like, it's how ingenious. This guy's <laughs> oh, wow. creative. They're very creative, right? But sometimes things get lost in translation, and it doesn't translate. So you want to make sure that their, their, um, their English is, is good because the direction I'm giving is in English right? My business, everything is in English. So they need to be able to follow direction. So, uh, you know, I just get a feel for them. And then based on what, what it is, you give them a couple tests. You say, okay, Hey, you, you four made it to the qualifying process. Here's the test. And, uh, you know, I got this from our friend, Nate. Um, uh, you know, he, I remember he said this a couple of years ago and you know, whoever performs it the best and the most efficient wins the prize of a job. Yeah. Yeah, so give them, and that, that's good, and filtering them out, giving them a test. Now, when you're, before you get to that point, where do you go to find the VAs? I'm assuming there's different uh, websites and services, brokers. Yeah, there's so, ma- so many of them. Uh, Upwork is like the, the behemoth in the, in the, in the uh, industry. Up, uh, so UPWORK.com, Upwork. Okay. I, I like freeup.com. So F R E E E. I think it's three E's three up, uh, freeup.com. They pre vet their people. So oh. the challenge, if you go to somewhere like Upwork, it's like a, you post a job and then you post the requirements and people just bid, 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 bid. The challenge is, is like it is a behemoth of a company and you sort of got to weed through things. Company like Freeup is they they pre-screen their people for english skills for the skills that you need they make them pass they have them pass tests and um so they take they pride themselves on being the top one percent of uh virtual assistant people out there right is that sort of their their angle Uh, i have also used there's a couple there's a couple people uh there's this one website i haven't used it uh, from people only from the Philippines. Great. I mean, I've heard nothing but great reviews. And then I have a personal contact that I pay money and they go recruit people for me in the sense of they say, okay, that's that virtual assistant that I've had for three years. I paid them $2,000, right? This may not be in everyone's budget, but I paid them $2,000. They took what I needed and then they ran them through, they did all the screening. And that's their their job. Their company is hiring virtual assistants and then training those virtual assistants. To the the screenshot that I showed earlier, they help you build that, right? For for people oh, that okay. don't have time, so they they help you document your process. They help you do all that for that two thousand dollars, and uh, you know that, that's sort of their business. Uh, so there's processes like that. Depending on what you need, is you know where where you will go to get those type of people. Okay. Uh, for Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, Fiverr.com or something like that. 
you know, for some of the online marketing, you know, stuff, there's uh depending on what you need. Okay. So lots of different places and cool. Yeah. And it sounds like you sent, you send out a uh, proposal of kind of what you're looking for. And then people who meet those requirements will then respond back with, with, uh, an offer of, of, of their interest in, in working with you. Okay. Right. Now with, uh, you talked a little bit about this, but with the tasks, right? There's, there's the, the, the tasks that you perform in your business. And as time is going on more and more of those tasks, you're kind of offloading those to, to VAs. Any piece of advice as far as when the right time is to offload specific, I know this is a very vague question, but uh, you know, specific tasks, when do you kind of know that, you know what, these aspects of my business, I can now offload this to someone else. Is there kind of like a rule of thumb that you go by on that? Yeah, as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I play the game of what can I give away today? Okay. Honestly, God, what the game of, but here's the thing. If you don't have now, we're, we're always grabbing that next rung on the proverbial ladder. So you have to have it well documented, right? So you have to get the process figured out yourself. Again, that's going to vary. If you hire someone for online marketing, their skill set is that. So they're going to know what to do based on your budget and, and the desired outcome. But, you know, for uh, internal processes, procedural, or if you're uh, hiring someone like you, like me, I love online marketing. So I have things I want done my way. And so you have to have it well documented and figured out. And then it's give it away as soon, soon as possible to get that next thing all right, let's create this next process and system, give it away as soon as possible. Okay. So then you have to figure out, okay, what's the end goal? So for me, my best use of my time is on, uh, you know, closing and raising money, closing and raising money. And I don't want to be there forever. I want to remove myself from those. Right. But that's right now, that's the best use of Zach's time until I get a, a strong structure and a strong process around having teams that can replicate me. Now, they may not each be able to replicate me, but if I have five people that collectively can, and they're still making a great income, that frees me up from my whatever, uh, you know, I just did a, a, a call, a, tra a training. I had 13 appointments. I started at, I started at 6 a.m. and at 8 p.m. I was on the phone all day, all day, right? I'm doing that now and I'm, I'm tweaking the process figuring out what works, what doesn't work. And I'm doing it as fast as I can. Then I'm going to document that process. And then I'm bringing my team in to fill that, to replace me. So then I can go to that next room. Right. Right. No, that makes sense. Now, how do you communicate primarily with your VAs since they're all around the world? I have moved recently to something called Slack. Right. Cause some, I mean, I've, I've been on WhatsApp. I've been on emails. I've been on, um, Facebook Messenger, yeah. this whole world. And it's it's like, where did I send that, right? And I just, probably in the last month or two, have moved everything to Slack or am in the process of moving it to Slack. And so I can have one app with everything. Slack, I mean, that's like, this is like the next, next level of communication for business people. Uh, it takes some of them a little bit new, new uh, it's new to them. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I have some, some U S virtual assistants that are older. Right. And so the technology aspect is a little bit new to them and, uh, but they're learning it and I, and I encourage them to use it. 
so that they fit the system and I don't, I, I, I build them into the system as opposed to building the system around them. You never want to do that. You want to have a system and then have people join the system. Awesome. And how do you deal with VAs who don't perform? Have you ever had to, to deal with that? Oh yeah. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, you give them uh you know, you, you give them some coaching and, you know, cause everyone, I, I believe everyone, and that's what those daily calls are for. So I can take a half an hour, uh, you know, every day and be like, okay, Hey, this is what you, this is what we need to improve on. This is why, and just explain them, encourage them, empower them. And if they don't do it, you know, uh, next. Right. And, and, you know, I do it with humanity. I, you know, if you're listening to this, that may sound cold, but I, you know, <laughs> we give everyone a, a chance. Right. But yeah. here's the thing. It's just like, you know, when you're, when you're, um, when you're recruiting, ten, not recruit. When you're placing tenants, if the recruitment process was good, it's rare, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So the 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 recruitment process, right, is is key. Just like tenant, you know, when you're looking for a tenant, you don't take the first person that has money, right? You, you, they have to pass your test. Okay. All right, that makes sense. So I love that a good a good vetting process helps so you don't end up with those performance issues down the road. Yeah, because hiring, I mean, you, 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 you look in this, right? And if you've ever hired someone and you put all your love and energy and attention to them and then they quit or you have to fire them, it's just like, oh, here we go again, right? <laughs> and so you want someone, you want to build that system, and then you want someone that will be here for a long time. And, um, yeah. Back to so, square one. So what are some ways that you look to that virtual assistant and then say, okay, how can I keep them happy also and keep them satisfied working with me so that we can keep this a long-term relationship? Yeah. So, uh, a, as you want, that's why I like, I like getting to know them, like, and not just being like, oh, this is my girl or, or person in the Philippines or in, in Netherlands. Like, I know these people, I know their lives, you know, just like they would if they were in the office, just like I know you two very well. Right. I know, I know what your personal life is and I get interested in them. Right. I get interested in their life. I just hired a, a, a young man. He's 22. Like, and I, and I have a personal call with him at all like 30, 45 minutes and he's state champion. Like, so I, I understand what he, he's inspired by just dropped out of college because it's not for him. And, you know, so I get to know them and uh, that goes a long ways in this world is it's just caring for people uh, and then, you know, paying them and keeping them busy. Right. So if you have a virtual assistant that needs to feed their family and you are only giving them four to five hours a week, they're going to have to go somewhere else. Right. So many of these people have multiple, multiple uh, people that they're working for, which is great. Right. But uh, I want to be the best. Right. I want to be the I want to be their favorite. So, you know, giving them a bonus or, uh, you know, giving them a computer like what we're doing. Right. Just things like that to create loyalty. And I mean, because they they're. Technically, they're not an employee, right? Because right. as we think in the traditional sense, but they do work for you. They're right. a contractor. They're, 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 they're a consultant. Yeah, I, consultant. I call them consultant, right? And that's their business, right? They're not. They're running their business, and you know, I, I help them run their business. You know, I help the, my one virtual assistant. I helped her get her uh, uh, website up, and I gave her a testimonial, and you know, to empower her to do that. Awesome. So as, as we look at everything we've talked about today with virtual assistants, um, 
as as we're talking about new new ways of implementing strategies in our business, I always like to ask, what are some pitfalls that you can avoid when working with your virtual assistants, especially the new ones? The pitfalls of working with virtual assistants is lack of onboard. Like you, you just have to have your systems down. I like. I can't, I, I can't tell you like that is the number one. Like if, if you expect someone to come in your business and be able to replicate you with no guidance, like you're in, you're, you're going to be upset, like prepare to be mad because you will be. <laughs> uh, so that's the number one thing. And then the, on, uh, the, the vetting process. So those two will handle almost any pitfall I can think of having correct process Again, you imagine you have a 12 year old uh, kid, you know, like your 12 year old son, like, can they figure it out from this end to this end? If they can, it's probably too complicated unless you're doing some of this higher end stuff. Right. Uh, but, you know, I've seen people that have been working for 80 to 100 hours a week and they literally broke it down. They, they owned a restaurant. They owned a restaurant, a, a, a catering company's style, and they broke it down to, they said, hey, I have to make a 12-year-old understand this. And they would literally document the process, bring it to their kid. Do you understand this? Right? No, what's this? So go back. That's literally how, and, and then they went from working 80 to 100 hours a week, having, having no time, very little money, to like six months later, being able to like leave their business and go on vacations and and it was like that was inspiring right and i was like that's what i want and um totally so document 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 vet 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 everything else will handle itself as the adage goes keep it simple stupid kiss right (laughs) now now i know what to put my daughter to work doing right yeah you put her on the payroll now or she's your process coordinator sweet (laughs) (laughs) a new job title she's gonna love it the other (laughs) thing is is um Support them, right? I mean, these are, you know, there's a learning curve to everything, right? So, you know, have a weekly call, depending on maybe a, maybe beginning it's a daily call. We're, we're implementing Basecamp. I don't know if you know what that is. Yes. Uh, that's a, like a pro- project management. And it's going to be like week one of onboarding. Here's your things to do. And you can't go to week two until you get week one done. And, you know, very, very simple process. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, Basecamp is, they've been around a while. Great uh, yeah. project, project management platform. Uh, I've used that in the past as well. Yeah. Now, you know, Zach, you've given us so much, just a plethora of information. We're so grateful you're able to join us today and take a few minutes out of your out of your vacation there in Hawaii. Kind of in closing, can you share with us you know, your top couple, if you could distill it down to just cop, top couple tips of using a VA in your business, right? You have 30 seconds to tell somebody why, you know, tips, VAs. What would you say? VAs. Get one right now. As soon as you're done listening to this, go hire one. It will be the best thing you ever did. If you have the right systems, if you have the systems and everything documented, like I said. Uh, And then instead of like, you're valuable, like everyone's valuable. Like, don't get me wrong, but I operate. I'm like, okay, I'm a 500 to a thousand dollar an hour guy. Why am I doing three to five dollar hour work, right? And and it frees up your mind to be creative. So go hire your first virtual assistant, and it will change your life. If you right, 
Love it. Don't wait. I, I, I waited too long, right? I wait. I waited way too long. And I started doing everything by myself, and uh, give it away. Play the game of what can I give away today? Yeah. Well, and and we've talked about this in prior episodes. You bring up a really good point. Is you have to look at the value of your time. A lot of time as entrepreneurs, right? As as business owners, as we're developing and growing and scaling a company, we tend to want to hold on to things and say, "Well, I want to do this because I don't." You know, looking at looking at the uh, you know the books, like I don't want to add another expense item to my business by outsourcing this. But you bring up a great point: is it's actually costing? How much is it costing you right. to dedicate your time? It could be put somewhere else where you're going to be making way more money if you look at it on an hourly basis versus you know paying a few bucks an hour to to a VA and giving them that opportunity to to also work with you. Right. The other one is trust. They're going to mess up whatever, right? They're going to mess up. Uh, I mean, my people have my bank account stuff. I put them on my bank. Like, I just like, do I want to do it or do I want someone? I want someone else to do it. All right. What's a way that has, I can protect myself. Obviously there's ways, you know, obviously, so they can't go like raid your bank account, but I mean, they, you just got to trust that they'll get it done and you take the responsibility on creating that system so that they get it done and trust them and do it now. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us today, Zach. Like this is stuff. What you said as you waited too long, I just realized I've waited too long to put a virtual assistant to work in my business as well. So I know what I'm going to be doing. I got to get my processes documented and really dialed in and figured out so that I can get that first virtual assistant hidden right now. It's all up in my head. Right. So, yeah, thanks for sharing that with us today. And if you guys want to be able to connect with Zach Ullman, we're going to actually drop a link to his Facebook page in the comments below this episode so that you can be able to connect with him. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Yeah, no, it was so awesome. Thanks again for taking time out of your out of your vacation. Enjoy the, the tropics there, beautiful Hawaii. And yes. uh, we look forward to seeing you soon when you're when you're back here in the mainland. Love it. Thanks, guys. Yep. And for those of you listening, next week, our episode, we're going to be covering scarcity versus abundance, right? We love our mindset conversations. And this is a big one. If you're thinking, I live a life of abundance, you may be surprised (laughs) when we we deep dive into this um, as to how many ways in your life you're actually living in scarcity. So we look forward to sharing that conversation with you next week. And uh, make sure, plug in championhustle.com. All the links and resources are there. Be able to connect with us online. We look forward to uh, chatting with you soon. Take care. Have a great week. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Champion Hustle podcast. For more great content and to join our online community, visit us at championhustle.com. 